Gabi Martinelli He comes from São Paulo and he plays for the Arsenal. Good morning and welcome to the Central Line. Just let you all know that Tottenham are shit. Tottenham Hotspur are shit. Perez, Walter makes a run ahead of it. Burkamp suddenly changed pace through the centre. It's Burkamp! That's magnificent! The move, and then this, which left Dabby's ass totally stranded. Hello, dear viewer. We're back again with prediction number 30. And this time it's Andrew from the podcast From Dull Square to Where. And you've already figured out what your what um, your squad number 30, what player it is, haven't we? Yeah, all the legends. Starting off with the most recent, Matt Turner. Who's, pro- who's probably going to be leaving today? <laughs> it's uh, it's not looking very promising for you, number wise. It's I'm very sorry about that. But the next person up has got Carl Hine, and you know that's not very good. Anyway, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm not too bad, thank you. Thanks very much for having me back. It's been uh, been yeah. a long time, isn't it, since we've been talking to each other? I had uh, Michael Price from You Are My Arsenal on the other day, and he hadn't been on for eight years. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody hell! <laughs> Jeez. No, no, it's terrible. Oh, congratulations are in order for your 10th year, by the way. You would get that long for murder, apparently. Mm. So, it's, uh, yeah, it's uh, get less people watching now. We get less people watching in a month than we used to get for one show back in that day when there was four Arsenal podcasts. <laughs> we get 40,000, 50,000 views per show. Now, yeah, you get 1,000, you're doing pretty good. So that's, Yeah. Uh, well, there's 400 to go around, isn't there, so at the moment? So, uh, yeah, you're still doing well, mate. Still doing well. 19 of them. Yeah, mad. I mean, who needs 219 podcasts? I asked the bloke, we had a Sheffield, all oh, pardon me, had a Sheffield United fan on the other day. And I said, How many Sheffield United fan podcasts are there? He went, There's quite a few. I think there's about eight or nine. And I said, well, How many <laughs> Arsenal ones are? He said, I don't know, 20 or 30. I said, Well, ever, 219. That's just the ones I found. He went, mad. He said, Fucking hell, that is, that is quite a lot. <laughs> Let's see what lazy buggers have joined us for the show. We have got Brady's Banana says hello, Phil Macca. Uh, it's been here for all of them, all 30 of them. You you get a, a special scout badge now that you can sew to your lapel, Phil. <laughs> Jim Eves gets that one as well. Paul Nell, well, he's nearly there. He's nearly been for all of them. And we've got somebody watching on Twitch called Obesity Bulls 2. They look dead. Well, you know, we can't be picky. A viewer is a viewer. So thank you very much, Mr. Uh, Obesity no, Balls. That's a film I'd watch. Obesity Balls too, I think. It says, hi, grandpas. Are you a grandpa yet? I'm not a grandpa yet, no. no. I no. should be, because my, my daughter's 25, the, the cow. And she hasn't uh, shit out any squidlings yet. So I'm still, <laughs> I'm still hoping. But uh, she's only really attracted to dickheads. So that's uh, really a good <laughs> idea, is it? Because I'll end up in prison. And because, uh, yeah, because she's like that. But you know, they don't listen. They don't fucking listen to a word I say. And oh, there you go. A boy tens there, and sight is there as well. So, um, how excited are you about yesterday's performance and how we tucked up Man City? They thought it was all over, but uh, there was no people on the pitch, was there? No, no. I mean, I, I was absolutely delighted to be honest. And yeah. you know, I think the uh, analysis of our players has gone too much. 
in depth when you consider that we were playing the best team on the planet. And uh, I think we kept them at arm's length. We kept, you know, we battled with them for the full 90 minutes on their level. Mm. And that's what the best thing about it for me was. I really enjoyed the fact that we competed. And uh, I think overall, if it was a boxing match, we would have won on points because I think we were the better team. So um, you could tell exactly what it meant to all the players and all the staff and the manager. Um, And you could tell what it meant to Man City as well. You know, when they scored, they went mad. Pep was jumping up and down, running up and down the the touchline. And the same when we scored with Arteta. It meant a lot to the players on the day, no matter what anyone thinks. And all the crap, you know, you get from other teams saying, oh, look at them celebrating. I tell you what, if you put any team on the planet in front of 80,000 at Wembley against the um, against the best team on the planet and they won, I bet every single other team would do exactly the same as what we do. It's, that's what football's about, isn't it? You know, you go up against your, your rivals in front of 80,000 people at Wembley, you want to win. And when you do, you're going to celebrate. So... Um, I think it was just a wonderful performance over all round. To be honest, I think every team, every player, yes, there were mistakes, but I think every t- at the end of the day, every player needs a pat on the back for the way they competed. So I was really excited about it. To be honest, and me and my, my lads all watched it together, and we went mad when we won the game mm. because uh, it stopped a run of I think it would have been nine games on the trot that we would have lost against them. So just to stop that rot will give the team some belief that. Next time we step out on the pitch against them, we haven't had, we haven't got to have that inferiority complex. So um, I think it's going to do us a world of good to, to you know, we could we, that we can go up against any team and and compete with them and, and beat the best. Yes, and so that's now one FA Cup, two charity shields for Arteta, and that is more than Spurs have won in almost twenty years. So that's um, that's not too bad, is it? Mm. No. You know, we, do you think, uh, well, we'll find out with you. There's hope for you for more this season. Uh, B City Ball says, Do you guys like the Foo Fighters? Well, I went to a steak restaurant in Cambridge a few weeks ago and they were playing the Foo Fighters and I asked them to turn it off <laughs> and they did. <laughs> and the MTV, they have playlists and Foo Fighters and all those other skateboarding people were on there. I said, Can yeah. you turn that off? And they put on stuff that was. Uh, it's Phil Collins and Genesis and stuff like that. And I thought, lovely. I'll have some of that. How about you? I uh, I like a lot of their classic songs. I wouldn't sit and listen to a whole set of theirs or, you know, sit and listen to loads of their, their, their CDs. Or, you know, obviously, it's not CDs anymore. It's showing my age, isn't it? <laughs> That's very much showing my Get your age. Vinyl out. Yeah, exactly. Well, I still like my vinyl. I'm not going to get rid of that. But um, no, I like a lot of their, their songs in, um, yeah, in, in small doses, shall we say. I couldn't name a single song right here that lot. So, um, yeah, the way we, we we were yesterday, and that's without our main striker, so Havertz. So were you impressed with Havertz and the way that he, he played in a position that he hadn't really done very well mm. at with Chelsea? I mean, it's a slight alteration to that position, but the gist of it is he was meant to be our forward man for the whole of the game, and he could have scored a couple of goals, couldn't he? Yeah. Yeah, I, I was one of the people that actually predicted him to start in this role, because um, I think he was brought to combat teams like Man City in lots of ways because of the way he holds the ball up. He does battle for the ball. He's not like the strongest player on the pitch, but he's he's, a lot, he's not as weak as some people think as well. Um, he can hold the ball up. He can win it in the air. And that's what he was doing right from the start, to be honest. And he's, he's underrated for the way he, 
sort of tracks down the ball. His pressing was really, really good. So uh, I think he was really, really, really promising. Apart from those, you know, couple of rusty shots that he had. I mean, the first one, I think that was the best he could have done. You know, the way he controlled it brilliantly, spun, you know, and the keeper made a good save. The second one, I think it was just just a bit of rust, really. Um, but, you know, apart from those two uh, parts of the game, I think he was absolutely perfect for what we wanted. So, really promising, to be honest. Are you concerned by the number of players that we need to get out of the club? We've just heard today, or in the last hour, so that Ainsley Maitland-Niles, conservative, has signed for Leon. I think Lacazette had his sticky hands all over that. Like you were saying earlier, Matt Turner looks like he's going to sign for Nottingham Forest. Um, but there's still a hell of a lot of players we need to get rid of, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's all going to... It's not all going to happen at the end of the window, but most of the ones that we think that we need to get rid of are the type of players that do move at the end of the window. You know, you Rob Holdings, Cedric's, people like that. I think Cedric is almost certainly going to get his contract cancelled. I don't think anyone's going to pay a, uh, an actual fee for him. Same with uh, Pepe, sadly. He's almost certainly going to go to somewhere in uh, in Turkey, it looks like. Mm-hmm. I think Fenerbahce is just coming for him now as well. But again, I think they're expecting us to, to cancel his contract. Um, Balogun, I've been really, really disappointed with his attitude this summer. I think he's a really good player. I think I would have loved to have seen him have a chance. But the way that he came back and said, I ain't got nothing to prove to anyone. I mean, that's just not what Mikel Arteta wants, is it? So, yeah. if we can get some money for him, I, I'm sure that he'll go at some point. I mean, people, teams all across Europe need strikers all the time, and I can't believe more teams haven't actually come in for him as yet. But they'll come out of the woodwork, I'm sure, and um, he'll go. And I think they're the main ones, aren't they, really? Uh, Holding, Cedric, Balogun, uh Kieran Tierney, I think he's made, unless someone comes in for with a big offer for him, which I, in a way I hope they do because I don't want to see him just sitting looking with his little sad face on the bench for the season. He's too good for that, isn't he? And um, he is. even I think he's had a good pre season, he's played nearly every game at some point. He, he hasn't started any, but he's played in pretty much every one. And whenever he's come on, I think he's done quite a good job. He's still got it, but he's just obviously, as everyone knows, it's, I'm just repeating what everyone else has said on different podcasts and so on. Mm. But he just doesn't fit our style, does he? And uh, that's the main point, main sticking point. So uh, he he may go, but I only think that's going to be they're not going to give him away. That's for sure. It, that someone's going to have to come in with a good offer for him. Um, but yeah, I think you know they're the main ones, aren't they? Really, Danny? Yeah, um, I think. Timber, the way he played yesterday, it's like he's been playing left-back for us for, for a couple mm. of seasons. And mm. Zinchenko is obviously Arteta's favourite, but I know he's annoyed the club by wanting to play in the Ukraine game. And they told him five minutes, I think he played 11. But he's been mm. concentrating on that rather than pre-season with Arsenal, which that kind of stuff isn't going to go down well with, with the club or, or with Arteta. Um, they may look to... I don't know, could you play Zinchenko? I mean, Zinchenko's been here for a season. He's never once not played on that inverted left side or left back. He's never played in the yeah. midfielder. Because uh, I think I've said it a few times that maybe I'd like to see him in the DM role when Party wasn't playing. But 
Arteta hasn't done it. So I don't think that's going to happen. But yeah, it's just sad to see Pepe go because there was a highlight video of some of the stuff that he's done. And mm. he's, he does the sort of stuff that Saka does. Run down the right, cut in on the left and curl the ball in top corner. Yeah. It doesn't fill you with confidence when he's playing and that's a shame. Well, it's funny. I heard someone else on a different podcast and I can't credit them because I can't remember who it was now. But they mentioned... Um, Jao Felix joined Atletico Madrid the same time that Pepe joined Arsenal. Mm. And for some reason, he they've managed to keep his value massively high, even though he's been a dreadful <laughs> flop for them. And when you consider what Pepe did for us in his first full season, I know he uh, when he went on loan last season, he... he was injured for a lot of the time, so that affected his performances over in Nice. But he, I certainly don't think you can call him a flop during that first season. I thought he did quite well. His problem was, in lots of cases, A, obviously the manager who bought him, well, he didn't buy him, but he, Emery was given him, wasn't he? Even though he wanted um, uh, Wilfred Zaha, yeah. but he got him instead. But then it coincided with the emergence of Saka. Obviously, Saka started at left-back, but then when he started to just play and play and play, we knew that he had to be moved... And he moved into the obviously the Pepe's position, and um, and then the other stab in the heart for him was when we went and brought Willian. After he finished the season brilliantly, he was probably the man of the match in the FA Cup final. I don't think anyone will argue with that. He played brilliantly, and then during that close season, he must have been on a high, expecting to come in to be a starter, and then Willian gets brought in. I mean, what can you do? I mean, I feel sorry for him. And I hope he goes on somewhere and becomes a big success because I don't think he's done anything. He's never thrown his toys out of the pram. He's never said anything bad in the press. He comes across as a nice, decent guy. And it just seems to be the wrong club at the wrong time for him, unfortunately. So it's sad the way it's worked out. But it's strange, isn't it, when you think about João Felix and the way that his, his value is still stayed really sky high and... And we can't even give Pepe away at the moment. Straight, very, very strange. I just looked. He played 99 games in his first two seasons for us and scored 24 goals. That's mm. not bad. Because he's really rubbish. Well, when you consider his, his uh, assists as well, if you add that in, that's that, he had some good good numbers, you know. Mm. He did. Um, let's go on and do your, your predictions then, shall we? Going to get the screen up and then... Um... I won't be getting the screen up because I forgot to get the screen. I've got to go and get the tab. That's very professional of me, right? <laughs> now I'm going to try and get the screen up. Second time lucky. I was, uh, I've got two eager closing windows after the last show. I went a little bit mad. There we go. There it is. Lovely jabbly. And then pass down the bottom. So quite a few choices have already been made. So there's you. Um, oh, there's you. And, and, and uh, just above Chris. So uh, it's Andrew from F R O M D I A L S Q U A R E. Yet another person who's been mucked off by Elon Musk. We want more letters in our at, don't we? No, we don't. What? <laughs> you want more letters? You can have from Dull Square to where then, couldn't you? No, yeah, I suppose so. It's just a bit of a mouthful, isn't it? To be honest with you, I'm quite happy with from Dull Square. To be honest, I've been I've been on it for what twelve years now. I think you know my brain can't cope with changing my uh, my at. That's true. I never thought of that. 
Right then, uh, who are you going to have as the Premier League winners? Are you going to go somewhere other than Man City or Arsenal? Nope. No, I'm going to go for Arsenal, obviously, because I'm an Arsenal fan. I'm massively confident about the season ahead. Yesterday's only sort of solidified the fact that we can step on the pitch, as I mentioned earlier, and compete with anyone. And um, we're only going to get... We've actually built the team to be stronger when it matters next April and May. We've seen the last four years how strong Declan Rice has been, the way he finishes the season. It's going to take him a little while to um, get going this season. It's like he's... Elliot from the from the uh, uh, the Arsenal Vision podcast said something very funny. He said he, he must feel like he's had the Matrix plugged into his brain the last three weeks since he's been with us. And he's like having to relearn football, like he said it himself. But can you imagine what it's going to be like once he gets going after Christmas, especially... And we've got the luxury at the moment of having um, Thomas Partey still at the club, who's been magnificent throughout three season, pre-season again. So he, we haven't got to rush him, De- uh, Declan Rice. We're not going to be, you know, putting too much pressure on him from the word go. So he can ease himself into the team. And same with Kai Havertz, because we've got other players who can play in that position. Mm. And... Um, I just think we're going to get better and better throughout the season. So when it comes to the crunch time, where we've failed in the last two seasons, I've got so much confidence that that's not going to happen this year because, you know, Declan Rice is just going to... That's that's when he really shows what he's worth. So, yeah, I've got a lot of confidence that we're going to win the league this year. I don't know about... What what were your ones? What did you say, Danny? Uh, Arsenal. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Same reasons. Uh, same reasons, I suppose. Mine's partly delusional, but <laughs> mostly, um, mostly self. Uh, but we are a much better team. But it's the, the things that stopped us winning the league last season have hopefully been resolved for this season with with the players that we bought. And it was just bad luck. And we the, we've got backup in every position. We've got play. We've got goals all over the pitch. We've got defensive players that can pl- cover each other. And we've got covering midfielders, so with Trossard and Rice, and we have got probably one of the best teams we've had since the Invincible team. And yeah, I agree. we're going to go on and, and show that. So, mm. have you got for Arsenal's top goal scorer at all competitions? I've gone for Saka because he's going to play every game, and you know he just had a wonderful season last season. He's only getting better and better. Um, you know, with what what Arsene Wenger said to him, he said. When he asked Arsene Wenger how he how he can improve, and he said, "Well, use your right foot." And ever since that moment, he's just been banging him in with his right foot as well as his left, hasn't he? It's just gone from strength to strength, and who knows whether he's going to stay on penalties? But I don't think it's going to be. It's down to penalties anyway. We've got we spread it around so much within our team. It is quite a hard one to answer because obviously Martinelli got fifteen league goals last season. Erdegaard got fifteen league goals last season. And if if we can get keep uh, Jesus fit for the rest of the season after he comes back, I mean he's going to get a lot more goals than he did last season. But I just see Saka as being one of the best players in his position in in the world world football um, within the next couple of years. So I'm going to put all my faith in him and, and say that he's going to be our top scorer. I've got a, I've got a stalker. Lovely he says he loves me. Or oh, he, wow. or she. I don't know what that is. could be an alien. If it is, I hope it is an alien. Please take me away. Uh, I agree with everything that you said. So um, it is going to be close with all of those. But like you said, Saka's going to play every game. 
So mm. probably gonna be top scorer. Now, where's the uh, scum from uh, N17? Where are they gonna finish? I noticed. Oh, I'm a bit disappointed because I've seen all your spreadsheet, and everyone, most people have said exactly the same thing I was gonna say. So I'm having an iring as to whether I'm gonna change it or not. But I put eight. Yes. Um, but I, I put on Twitter at the end of last season, if it wasn't for Harry Kane, Spurs would have been relegated. They were that bad. And I, I'm not even joking. I think he yeah. physically kept them up himself with his goals. They were so bad. They couldn't buy a win towards the end of the season. They were only going one way. And I've seen, I don't know how true it is, but I saw that they rejected Bayern Munich's final offer. For, for Harry Kane, so he, it looks like he's going to be staying. He's look like it looks like he's going to be staying. Yeah. How that's going to affect him mentally now? Because you know, he, every single summer this happens to him. He wants to go. Yeah, they they force him to stay. One one of these days, he's going to throw his toys out the pram, isn't he? he and his cray and his crayons. He and. I'm just hoping that's going to happen. I'm hoping they're going to keep him behind, uh, you know, against his will, uh, put him on a chain for the, throughout the week so he can't escape, and then release him onto the pitch at the weekend and just give him scraps of food and water throughout the week to keep him going. So um, I hope that's going to be the case. I'm going to say because because everyone else put eighth, I'm going to say ninth. I don't think honestly. I think he's their only good player, and they haven't strengthened the team properly this this summer. They've only bought. Yeah someone called Mickey, and then he's probably going to be like a Mickey Mouse type player, to be honest. Uh, um, and some third-rate goalkeeper. Um, oh, yeah, of course, yeah. They, bought the, they bought Madison as well. But he needs, you know, he needs some good players around him, and he hasn't got that. So he can't do it all on his own. True, very true. Uh, I wonder, is my friend Corey Austin, Canadian? Hello, Corey. I haven't heard from you for quite a while. I hope things are good with you. And Stan has turned up, and him, Stan, and uh, Phil are having a little chit chat about uh, Stan's right, Stan. diet. And uh, right, so the next one is FA Cup winner and League Cup winner. What are you going to go for those? Well, FA Cup, I'm going to go for Man City because they always win something yeah. throughout the season. Um, they're not going to win the league because obviously they're, they're against us, so uh, no chance for that. And for the League Cup, I'm going for Villa because I think they're really improving under our old manager, Unai yeah. Emery. And I think they've bought well. They're actually buying very wisely and they're buying some good players. I've seen them in pre-season in that um, American tournament. The, I can't remember what it was called, Premier League event or something. I don't know. And they look very impressive, to be fair. And um, I think, yeah, I think they're going to win something under him. And I... I there's going to be a sneaky, they're a sneaky outside bet for fourth fourth place. I know it sounds crazy, but that he he genuinely gets their his teams to qualify for Europe, doesn't he? Uno Emery and they, they they were very impressive last season. I think they've only got stronger this summer. Mm. Uh, maybe not fourth, but maybe fifth. Um, but yeah, I do fancy them for a cup, so I've put them down for the League Cup. Well, um, I think I picked them for the League Cup as well. Yes, I did. And I put Newcastle for the FA Cup. So, mm. yeah, some good choices there. Uh, Champions League winner. Is this just the obvious? Arsenal. Oh, I picked Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> Me and you, we're cut for, cut for the same cloth. I actually put... It's funny, it goes back to last season, Daddy. I put, 
when we when I knew and knew that we were going to qualify for this Champions League, I had a very very vivid dream that Mikel Arteta would win it in his first season in charge. Yeah, and the first season in charge in the Champions League. I mean, yeah, um, and I nothing I've seen has made me change my mind, and I've actually put a bet on. But uh, I think it was 14 or 15 to 1 that we're going to win the Champions League. So I've put my money where my mouth is. And not being funny, right, but across Europe, I don't I don't fear anyone. They're broke. They're all poverty, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. I mean, obviously, you've got, man, you've got your usual Real Madrid. Barcelona, we can beat them. We just did last week or the week before. Um, Bayern Munich, no one wants to go there apart from Harry Kane. Um Inter Milan got to the final last year, yeah. and they were they were dog shit, mate. And they wouldn't you know, finish mid table in the Premier League, and I'm an no. Inter Milan fan. No, absolutely. So why not? Why not? Why can't you know? I'm I'm quite happy to put my name down there and say we're going to win the Champions League. Good, I agree with that. So uh, a Premier League player, but all competitions top scorer. You can you see anyone other than Harlan? No, no, he's just a robot, isn't he? Um, unless he gets injured, unless he gets injured, he's, he's just going to run away with it again, unfortunately. I can't see anything other than Haaland, so I'd be stupid to put anyone else, really. Um, winner of the championship? I've gone for Southampton. Ooh. I think uh, I watched the first game, and although they, they were pegged back, but I was quite impressed with them. I think they've still got a very good team, and if they can keep hold of their, their best players... I think they've got a better chance than Leicester. And I was thumbing and ahhing over them and Leicester. Mm. Um, but, I, I, yeah, I've just got a sneaky suspicion they're going to have a good season this year, uh, Southampton, and surprise a few. And So, yeah, I'll put down them. What did you say for, for that? I originally said Leicester, but then I saw that Leicester got a new manager and that some of their best players have gone. And then mm. I realised, I had a look, and Leeds have got the ex-Norwich manager, Daniel Farker, and he's already won that league twice. Yeah. And they've yeah. most of their decent players. Yeah. But he's a good manager in that league. He's a good manager in that league, isn't he? Yeah, I had a Leeds fan come on and they said they're going to finish first. I don't, I, I, I can't see it personally. I don't think they've got the squad. Um. But I think Southampton have, have, have bought well. They've bought some good young players, and they've got their their recruitment guy was ex Man City, mm. and he's he's pulled a lot of good young players out of City and dragged them over there. And I think they're just in the Championship. I think they could just uh, have a much better season this year. So yeah, I've just got a sneaking suspicion for them. And how about the first Premier League manager to be fired? <sighs> um, it's going to be a sad one, but I, I I think I agree with most people that. You've asked. I think it's got to be David Moyes. Yeah, they've had a poor, poor pre-season. They've got rid of their best player. They sold their star to Mikel Arteta, and they just no one wants to go there. They're, they're trying to spend the money, but everyone knows they've got the hundred million pound burning a hole in their pocket, and they're asking them for stupid amounts of money for players. And I've read just now, which which has solidified my choice, that they've upped their offer. For a certain Man United centre back, West Ham have. Yeah, he's not going to be the answers to their problems. Exactly. He's going to be the cause of them. Exactly. <laughs> oh, what are they offered? More than twenty million? I, they offered? I don't know. I just saw the, the it flash up on my phone saying West Ham increased their offer. So 
if they do that, then they've got no chance, have they? Harry Maguire, the centre-back, and they're pinning all their hopes on him. And they're, they're obviously going to get their trousers pulled down by yeah. Man United because they know exactly what I just said. They know how much money they've got. So they've just sold Skamaka as well. He was their only half-decent striker. The other strikers they've got, apart from Bowen, are just old and slow. They've only got one way of playing. And, yeah, they've not significantly strengthened anywhere across the field this season, have they? So they just about stayed up last year. And I don't think they'll want to sack him because of what he the, the silverware he brought them last season. But I think he's going to... He's going to really struggle this year, so I think he could be well, well be the first to go. Very true. So just looking at your predictions, the only ones you uh, made that could no, don't think you've picked anything completely off your trolley. Arsenal to do the uh, champion, the Premier League and Champions League. I mean that's doable. Hopefully, I picked both of those. And everyone knows how much I know about football. <laughs> <We all laughs> there. So the rest of it, it all seems quite logical. So there you go. That's it. You're all done. Um, yeah, tell people about your podcast and, and anything you've got planned. Yeah, it's uh, called From Dial Square to Wear, so go, go and give it a look. There's lots of good old um, shows you can look back on. I've had some good good people on there in the past. Obviously, yourself, Danny, as well. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I've had some good people, you know, like Kevin Campbell. I've had Nigel Winterburn on there. Um, I've had, yeah, a few... He, he was, well, he was just moving house, so it was actually very difficult to get hold of him at that point. But, uh, yeah, I've had, I've, I mean, my brain has just gone gone completely. I've, Graham Ricks, I've had Graham Ricks on there in the past. I've had our old goal, goalkeeping coach on there in the past. So I've had a few good, really good player, uh, people. I've had Bernard Butler, the old uh, guitarist from Suede. Do you remember them? Yeah, I've not seen that one. I don't really like music. Bernard Butler is an, is an Arsenal fanatic, um, one of the best guitarists the UK have ever ever produced. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely wonderful guy. He's been on a few times, so yeah, go and have a look at the back catalogue. I'm not doing anything much at the moment, to be honest with you. I do a few crossover shows with Ryan quite often that we simulcast at the same time. Um, but at the moment, life's getting in the way of um, doing a lot of regular podcasting. But go over there. Give it a subscribe and uh, put the notifications on. So when I do get back into it, you can have a listen and you'll get notified. Good. There you go. Yes, I do like to go and have a listen. I like the interviews with, with players. Um, I don't think it's really that. I know because uh, um, Sophie and Hybrid Squad had Jack Wilshire on and it wasn't 100,000 views, which you'd think it would be 100,000 views. Mm. They've had Aaron Ramsdale's dad on the other day. And it annoys me that people don't want to hear from ex-players as much as I love hearing from ex-players. Like, the ones you did were very good. Graham Ricks was wonderful. I think he was a real good uh, good guest to have. He's been I on a couple, two or three times, he has. I'm not sure if I've seen all of those, but it's his fault. I support S-M-C-A-E-N, the French team, Khan, their shit. I support them because that's where he went to play. As yeah, like, I support Fortuna Cologne because that's where Tony Woodcock went to play. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, there's, there's quite a few of those other ones that I'm I'm stuck with these teams like Celtic because of Charlie Nicholas. That's where he came from, and so most of them. Some of them have turned out to be all right. Some of them not good. I mean, Fortuna Cologne ended up shutting down. That's how mm. good they were. I mean, aren't we, that was mm. after he left playing for um, uh, Cologne. The main team, IFC Cologne, was it? The one that Podolsky. Yeah. Yes, that's right. And uh, it's around a similar Cologne sort of time team. when Keegan was playing over for Hamburg, wasn't it? Yeah. Similar 
Because yeah. I, I saw Keegan play for Hamburg at Old Trafford when I was at um, I was at the Bobby Charlton Soccer School for a week. I remember back in the day, that was yeah. old uh, thing, and uh, yeah, they took us to Old Trafford, and uh, yeah, it was, it was Keegan's Hamburg that came over to play, and that was a really good in- experience. What a player he was! Mm. What yeah, he won, he won the uh, Ballon d'Or two years on the trot, didn't he? Yeah, it was one of those years with Hamburg. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah, magnificent player. Right, there you go. That's us all done. 30, 31 minutes, longer than most, but uh, that gives me about 25 minutes to brace myself because up next is the Scumbag Carpenter, and that's going to be at 8 o'clock, and then at 10 o'clock it's our very own Josh Dawes, Scores on the Doors, Josh Dawes, something like that. <laughs> um, so, finally, uh, thank you very much for, for joining me, Andrew. It's been fun. Thank you. Thanks for inviting me. It's been been great fun. Nice to talk to you again, mate, and thanks to everyone mm-hmm. in the chat. And, yes, McCalmont and Butler were wicked. Phil Macker. What are they? They did a song called Yes. Uh, obviously, Butler part is Bernard Butler, who I was talking about from Suede. They did a great song called Yes back in the day. Have, give it a listen. It's wonderful. I never listen to music. Hardly ever. I oh, know. Sad times. All we need to do now is you to give a little cheeky wave to the boys and girls at home and say goodbye, and then I will end the show. Happy boy. As soon as I scored that goal, I was fucking livid. Get down, dog. Splendid business. He nearly caught the bloody thing. What are you talking about? So I've just eaten a full quiche. Well, you don't often see them at Ibs. So when you see them in the supermarket, they need to be swagged, microwaved immediately and get the brown sauce on one. Bosh, Bob's your uncle. Never in. Thank you for listening to From Dial Square to Air. Please help us grow by giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and following the show on your preferred podcast platform. Please also visit our Facebook page, our Twitch channel and of course our YouTube channel, and whilst you are there, please subscribe and hit the notification button so you don't miss any upcoming shows. Please also press the like button on the video so we can get recommended by YouTube to other Arsenal fans all around the world. See you soon. Thank you.